Hello friends and welcome back to Freelance Diaries, the podcast where I share with you my weekly diary entry about my life as a graphic designer here in Lisbon. Here we talk all about design, the ups and downs of starting your own business and some personal thoughts and feelings. This podcast comes out every Sunday, so if you don't want to miss any episodes, feel free to follow me here on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Hello guys and welcome back to Freelance Diaries, the podcast where I talk about my freelance life as a graphic designer in Lisboa, in Portugal. Um, I had a good amount of coffees today, so excuse me if I'm a little bit, uh, you know, it's kind of late right now. Well, for me, it's eight o'clock in the evening. And I had a lot of coffee today and you know that feeling when you just um, are in a very like funny mood? Yeah, that's me right now. So this should be fun. Um, anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, tell me, slide to my DMs. Tell me how you are, tell me about your lives. <laughs> I would really love to know. Um, I'm really good. This week has been a really good week. Um, we had some really awesome weather and some beautiful sunsets. Um, if you want to see all of that, just follow me on my design Instagram account. It's um, lunardesign underscore underscore studio. I would love to see you there. Um, and yeah, actually, I will start with um, my personal achievements. So last week I told you that I am now going to the gym and I aspire to go um, at 6am and I am happy to tell you that I did just that. I woke up at 6am, I'm super proud, um, I got a new gym outfit, like I'm ready to go, you know. <laughs> and I actually, it feels so good to um, moving my body again. Um, yeah, I'm super proud. I got up at 6am multiple times, but I have to say like going out um, around 6 or like 6, yeah, around 6 um, in Lisbon is actually super weird. So you have really just really weird people out there. So um, I was walking to the e-scooters because I love to use them here and on my way there I um, came across like a really weird person. Like this lady was just, I mean it was still dark you know and, and I was just on my phone walking um, to the scooters. It's not a long walk, it's literally, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes and she was like looking at me and like going towards me and and um, trying to ask me something in Portuguese. Then I just said really quickly, oh, sorry, I don't have time. And then I went yeah, to the left where I had to go. And then there was like another man standing there. And then she was talking to this man and she was like kind of walking a little bit faster. And I was like, shit, this is going to be it now or what? <laughs> like I, I was actually a little bit scared, but then... Um, there were other people coming and then everything was fine. Um, but so this was like my first encounter where it was like mm, 6 a.m. in Lisbon, maybe not the safest um, place to be. And then it's just super funny because you have the people that are awake because they have to go to work or because they're working out or like, you know, um, going for, for a run or like going to the gym like me. And then there are the people that um, are still drunk and are just coming home from um, going like from a party or something. And yeah, I, I just love like this mix. I don't love people who are creepy as fuck, <laughs> um, but um, nothing happened. So it's all good. 
um, and I don't and I will not go this um, this route again. So, mom, if you if you're hearing this, if you're listening this, um, I'm fine. <laughs> um, don't don't worry. Um, I learned my lesson. Um, but yeah, just a really fu funny dynamic, I guess, when you like when I am am driving with the scooter through Lisbon and then you see like all these um, people who are working out or going to work and then you have like these people who are like I don't know just sitting on the side of the road and like totally drunk and <laughs> it's actually funny um, but yeah so I've been doing my workouts and it's been feeling really really good um, and um, yeah I've been going a, a little bit more to um, Parede, which is um, um, a town that is like 30 minutes more or less with a train from from Lisbon, like to the right, <laughs> to the right hand side. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think that maybe you you will know what I mean now, but um, it's just 30 minutes um, like to the coast direction <laughs> from Lisbon. And um, I've been going there and also like meeting a friend there, which is really, really nice. Um, and actually having someone that I can do something with, it's, um, yeah, it's super nice and it makes Lisbon feel a little bit more like home because I feel like right now it's still, it's, it doesn't feel like home quite yet just because I don't have like a big friend group or like people that make it feel like home. Um, like, I mean like friends and like I guess family I think when you have like a lot of like acquaintances in the place that you can do something with then it does feel a little bit more like home and so um, this was really nice and um, yeah like I said I spent a little bit more time in Parede and it's actually such a nice place and um, also Cascavelos I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly but these are all um, towns that are right by the ocean And it's actually, like I said, super, super easy to go to um, to go to with the train. It's also super cheap. Um, and I've been enjoying it a lot. And I've actually been thinking about maybe for the future moving there. And because first you, have, you are so, so fast in Lisbon, in the city, if you really want to, to be there. And if you not want to be around a million of people, which I'm now realizing, I mean, it's still fun, but since... I also came to realize that I'm not the, the person who needs to go out and party or go to bars all the time. I'm actually like more of like a homebody and I like to be in my home and I recharge here and it's like relaxing and um, yeah, I just enjoy my time at home. Um, so I thought it actually makes a lot more sense to be more or to live permanently in an environment that is a little bit more... Uh, relaxed um, and um, yeah just not so many people around because every time like I'm look I'm watching the sunset here in Lisbon you always have so many people around you and for like in the beginning it was fine for me but now I'm like oh Jesus I just want to be like alone watch the sunset or like just not being um, yeah surrounded by so many people um, it's kind of stressing me out a little bit at the moment so, um, yeah, I've been thinking about maybe moving to this area of um, Lisbon, which is still kind of part of Lisbon, I guess. It's like between, maybe that's a good way to describe it. It's between Qashqais and Lisbon. So there you go. Uh, you can just look it up on Google. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, and also, I would love to have a dog in the near future. Like, I still want to travel a little bit more before getting one. But uh, at the moment, I see dogs everywhere and they make me so happy. And it's been a dream of mine for ages to have a dog and to just have that little companion by your side. And um, yeah, I also know that it has to be the right moment and it doesn't make sense to get a dog just for the sake of it. And if I plan to travel a little bit bit more, then it's um, more mature to say, no, not right now, but after maybe that traveling period. And um, if I'm ready to settle down a little bit more and if I know more or less where I want to yeah, live for a longer time, then I will definitely get a dog. Like, this is my my dream, honestly. Or two dogs. Like, I'm not limited here. <laughs> I, I'm a huge dog person. I love dogs so much. They make me so incredibly happy. I'm always happy when I see one and when I get to, like, cuddle one and the last time I went there to Pareda I was at the beach with um with my friend Jana if you listen to this hello <laughs> and and there were so many dogs and I was in heaven I loved it so much and oh, just imagining like going on my little dog and walks on the beach and being so much outside and um yeah I I, I love that thought and cuddling up with them on the couch, yeah, <laughs> that's like something that I would really, really love in the future. And um, I'm always looking um, on the Instagram dog shelter pages, and there's so many. I mean, I could adopt them all, you know. <laughs> I mean, I can't, but I would. I would love to. Um, but yeah, okay, <laughs> moving on because um, I, I don't want to think too much about that. <laughs> Not that I can't have one yet, but um, yeah, in the future I definitely want to. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking about moving a little bit more outside Lisbon and um, been checking out some areas and want to check them out some more and um, yeah, just really trying to figure out what my next steps are because I, um, yeah, for now I will stay in Lisbon until January, but after that I actually don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm a little bit, um, not lost, but I'm just a little bit unsure about, yeah, where I want to head, what I want to do, if I want to travel somewhere else entirely, maybe, I don't know, to Indonesia or somewhere completely different, or if I want to stay in Europe or if I want to stay in Portugal. Um, Yeah, so I've been figuring that out and I've um, been trying to find or to have, make a plan and and see where where it will take me next year. I definitely want to travel. Like I said, like I know for a fact, a thousand percent that I want a dog. <laughs> I need a dog in my life. So I want to take like I want to check the traveling part a little bit off my bucket list. I know you can still travel when you have a dog, but I don't have the support system in Lisbon right now. So um, I don't have a lot of people that could take care of my of my dog if I had one, if I would want to go on holidays or something. So I want to do that now and then after settle down more, wherever that will be. Maybe in Ericeira. Ericeira is so beautiful. But then also Ericeira is so... It's not so far away from Lisbon, but it is kind of. And to get there is a, it's a little bit of a pain because you have to get the bus and you could have a car and get 
come here with a car, but then parking in Lisbon is just a shit show. And, you know, <laughs> this is why I would love to live somewhere where you can easily go to Lisbon if you really want this big city vibe, which I sometimes, if I, I love, like you have so many places you can go here. And I just love that there's a, like a lot happening um, even though I'm not going to a lot because I'm a homebody. <laughs> but I love that I have the opportunity to go. <laughs> um, and so many places to eat and like the coffee shops, you know. I'm mainly living here because of the amount of coffee shops, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so long story short, I'm thinking of maybe moving a little bit more outside and um, yeah having a little bit of um, a home base and maybe it will maybe it actually will feel more like home because Lisbon there's so many tourists here um, all year round I feel because I thought like at this time of the year there wouldn't be so many but there's, it's still kind of full in my opinion but maybe also I'm just living in a part where it's just generally generally very um, touristy which it is so um, yeah, I have to decide either like moving within Lisbon, but just a little bit like or in a different area or just move more towards the um, beaches, which what I am torn to or which what I am heading to. That's not the right word, but I think you know what, what I mean. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, that's for yeah a little bit of like a personal insight in, in, my, in my brain. <laughs> Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. So I also went to another storytelling night. Um, yeah, I think I told you last time I went. Um, and this time was just as good again. It's actually such a beautiful atmosphere. Ah, yeah, so <laughs> for those who don't know, it's, um, it's an event where there is one theme for every event. Um, and this time it was wrong directions. So... People can sign up there to tell a personal story about wrong directions. And it can be anything. They can um, interpret it any way they want. Um, and then, yeah, you, you're just there. And it's in this super, super cool um, venue. Um, and it's they have like Palo Santo lit up and a lot of candles. And it's just super cozy. And I feel like everybody that's there, like we've always had like such nice interaction with people and... Um, yeah, I, I love it there. And this was the first time that I thought, you know, I could maybe see myself telling my story as well sometime uh, on the stage. I think it would be like a cool challenge, but I'm not ready yet. <laughs> but maybe soon, maybe next year or so. Um, and it, yeah, it was just a, such a good time. Um, and like I said last time as well, it's just such um, a nice thing to actually listen to real stories on a real stage in like in real life from people and not on an app for example or not on YouTube where people talk about their lives constantly and about their life stories but it's just it's different when you hear or when you listen to the stories um, and you are with the people in the same room and yeah it's just such a nice environment if you ever go to Lisbon um, and uh, maybe you're here for a longer time, I really, really um, advise you to go there. It's such, yeah, just such a great, great time. It's called Storytelling Night. Um, I will link their Instagram page down below as well, so you can check it out maybe for your next visit or if you live here. Um, I can really highly recommend it. It's so, so, so good. Um, 
So <laughs> let's dive into a little bit more business stuff because this is a freelance podcast. This is not a Nicole is living in Lisbon podcast, which also it is, but we also want to talk a little bit about <laughs> business and about um, design. So this week has been all about my rebranding, basically. I've done a really big brand audit. I actually, yeah, just did all the steps that I do with my clients in order to um, yeah, create a brand strategy, right? Um, and it's so much um, more difficult to do it for your own, uh, for your own business, because you have to find like the sweet spot between um, being objective and being subjective. So you have, of course, to be empathetic <laughs> uh, with yourself and with your vision, but you also have to have like this kind of ob objective point of view where you're not too much in your thoughts, you know, but more you try to view yourself as a client, right? So there's like a really fine balance and um, I've been trying to, to, to do that and it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, I've went to this coffee shop and I can 100% recommend like the Copenhagen Coffee Labs in Lisbon. There are a lot actually um, and I can highly recommend the one in Alfama in the old town and there's a new one. I don't know how this part is actually call, called um, but I can link it as well in the description if any anyone is ever interested in good coffee places to work. It's so good. The coffee is good. And um, yeah, it's just a nice environment. Anyway, um, I've been sitting there, like, yeah, this week it was. I was there for actually almost nine hours. <laughs> so at, one po at what point is it... Um, At what point is it embarrassing? <laughs> like, how long do you have to be in a coffee place so that people think you're homeless? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> um, but I was so into the zone. It was I got so much done. It was so it was such a great day actually. Um, so I have this um, process where I um, yeah answer my whole brand questionnaire. And then what I do is I read everything and then I have my post-its, like a big stacks of post-its. And then I write everything that um, got everything that I find important, I write it down on the post-it. And then I, um, yeah, I, I don't think about it too much. I just write it down, put it away, write it down, put it away. Any keywords that maybe I find myself... Um, writing down specific words that I use or that, for example, my client uses, then I write it down because I think like in the back of their mind, in their subconscious, it's important to them. So I write that down. Then I anything else, like, for example, if I am answered a question and now reading the question again, I have more thoughts on that, I write it down on the post-it. And um, after that, you have a whole <laughs> big pile of post-its in front of you. And um, what I do then is then I categorize. Um, I categorize them into, yeah, just in themes that make sense in that moment with, with that um, client. But in my case, I had um, like Luna as a brand, like what do I stand for? Then I had a pile that was values, like what are, what are my values? What do I want to communicate to the world? What do I stand for? 
then oh that was my finger i'm sorry <laughs> then i have one category that was i help people by dot 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 and then i wrote down everything that i can do to help my target audience um, then I had one part about my process, like what makes my design process um, so special, what is my USP, so my unique selling point, why should people come to me and not to another designer that can basically, yeah, does the same work, but what do I do different? Um, and then I had um, another part for my audience, so everything that was regarding my audience, like what they are like, what they... Yeah, what they like, what their values are, what their problems are, their pains, their wants, like what what are their desires, like yeah, just everything about that I had in, in another pile. And then I brought it all into FigJam, which is um, a software where you can also have post-its and then I put everything in there and just organize it even a little bit more and add some things. And from there... I um, wrote my brand strategy, so I wrote everything out like a little story, basically. And <laughs> that whole process is a lot of work, but um, it helps so much with clarity, with really knowing what is it that sets you apart from your, comp your competition or from other designers, what is it really that your audience needs? Like, what are their pains? What are their needs? And how can I, can I, like Nicole, the designer, help them in my unique approach to solve these pains or these problems? So it was, I'm still on it, by the way. <laughs> I'm not finished, <laughs> um, but I'm almost done. Um, and yeah, it's been such such a good um way to actually really get to know who I am in this business and what my business is and what it should represent so yes <laughs> that was a long <laughs> explanation I'm sorry <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, I love this kind of work like this is I guess like this analytical work is probably like my favorite part of the branding process in general just because there are so many things you get to know and then everything kind of clicks and it just makes sense and um, yeah I love this process um, so yeah I'm still in the midst of that I really want to narrow down who my who my, who my clients are my audience and create a profile for it and um, yeah you say like a persona so you create like a whole persona profile for um, your audience so I have three different ones because um, if you have a broader audience you need to narrow it down a little bit more so for example what I did for myself is I have one persona that is um, around 30 years old that um, has been in a corporate job but now really wants to pursue her passion and wants to open a business with something that she loves for so for example um, yoga and mindfulness retreats she that's really something that she's doing anyway in her personal time and now she wants instead of being in a hectic 
nine to five job that um, has like this hustle culture. She really wants to shift her life more into serving other people in a more mindful way. So this is everything that I wrote down for this persona. And, you know, when you really know a story of a uh, of um, a potential client like that, you can really target your, your, your own messaging to that person. So yeah, I have the one that now starts a new business. I have one, one persona for the person that's already been in business with their business and they're doing great, but um, they have grown so much as, as a business that now they need to match kind of their old branding with the the value of their product right or of their service so this is one another um, persona and then I have the designer who is following me mostly on Instagram and who just wants to know about design and wants it's maybe inspiration maybe they want inspiration for because they are want to open a creative studio themselves maybe they're just there because they study graphic design and they're just really interested in it um, so yeah I have these three personas and I've written down like a whole backstory for each of them so that's a lot of work but I, I, I think it's really really rewarding and now that I know because before I was just assuming a little bit but um, I wasn't really Like I wasn't really aware actually, but now I really went through all my followers <laughs> um, and looked at what, like what is in their bio, what 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 is something that they, uh, what what is something that they're interested in, who do they follow, so just to know like their interests and everything. So now I have like a really really good foundation, and it's really it's making me so happy actually to have finally done that because I was. You know, I was always pushing this like back and say, oh no, I don't have time for this. But uh, but to be honest, like right now I have the most time. So I'm really happy that um, I'm doing this right now and it's already helped me so much. Um, so yeah, if you want this for your business, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so yeah, I've done that. I'm really proud. Um, I'm really proud of having done this. I'm really proud of waking up, having... I'm really proud of, so yeah, I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of waking up at 6 a.m., going to the gym. Um, it's been a good week, I feel like. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things that are now starting happening. Um, and um, I've, yeah, I really hope that now putting in all the work, either like in the gym for my health and my mental health or now in my business and my strategy for my business <laughs> and um, for getting clients. I feel like these are like really, really great steps to start and um, to make things happen basically. So um, yeah, I'm really, really um, uh, just yeah so happy about the process or the progress I did this week with all of that. Um, And so when I did my brand strategy questionnaire, I really um, had to think about what is my motivation, you know? So what is this carrot on a stick that's dangling in front of me? So why do I do this? Um, and it's made me think, you know, what, 
what actually is my carrot? <laughs> what is my motivator to, to keep going, to not saying, okay, no, fuck this, I'm just gonna um, find um, a corporate job, which is fine, like, there's nothing bad about this, this is great if that's something that you love, you know, but um, I really had to think, okay, what is my motivator and um, how does like my goal, like my end goal feel, how does it, I don't know, taste, what does it sound like um, and um, what does that carrot, <laughs> like this, mo this motivator actually give me and sometimes, you know, it can be external, like I, this motivator, for example, is money, but then ask yourself, but why is my motivator money, so what do I want this money for? Is it, um, is it to travel? Is it to have freedom? Is it to, I don't know, eat out and have amazing food or just have this lifestyle that I really, really enjoy? So yeah, so why do you want this external motivation? So what is it that I actually want? <laughs> Um, and I've been also thinking because I came to Portugal because I wanted change, because I yeah, wanted something different from what I had uh, in terms of I've always wanted to live by the ocean um, and just being by, yeah, by the sea and being in a new country. And yeah, that's given me so much inspiration and so much um, joy. And I guess that's like my, that was my motivation then. And now, like I've been in Portugal um, for eight months now almost. So that's a long time. It's almost a year. And now reflecting back on, okay, so what has this actually done with me? So what, so has it met all the expectations that I had before, right? Um, and honestly, in some parts it did like I have I've been so happy living by the ocean and I think that's also why I'm thinking of moving back more um, um, near the ocean because that is really something that makes me truly truly happy um, just having that in like in front of me and being able to to have to have that and have that energy from the ocean it, it gives me a lot of energy and a lot of um Yeah, I don't know. Hope I feel like I don't know. It's a little, it's a little weird. Uh, yeah, I can't really describe it. But watching the sunrise or the sunset at the at the beach or by the ocean is always giving me hope. Um, it lets me feel like everything is going to be okay and that I'm just so small, <laughs> like me and my 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 problems or. Like, I'm so small. I'm on this really <laughs> big planet with a million more <laughs> people. Um, and that's, I don't know, I think it's just something very humbling about, yeah, I don't know, it gives me like a really humbling feeling to, um, yeah, not take everything so seriously. And I feel like I need that a lot in my life. <laughs> so that's why I um, love 
being by the ocean. And so what was I, what, how did I get here now? <laughs> um, yeah, so in that regard, um, yes, it did, it did um, match my expectations for sure. But I also have to say that you always face similar, yeah, I don't want to say problems, but, you know, if you, if you struggle to get clients in Germany, yeah, you will also struggle to get clients in Portugal. Just because you change the location doesn't necessarily mean that the problems just go away. They just shift countries, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, um, but since I wasn't really actively searching for clients because I was working as a barista, I was actually not going to be a freelancer anymore. I decided in Germany that I want to um, work in a corporate job because it's a safer option. Um, and living here in Portugal actually gave me, again, the, the strength, I guess, the inspiration that this is really what I want to do. I really, really, really want to to work for myself, to have the freedom to decide when I want to do my work and what I want to do. And it really gave me that creativity again as well. Like before I felt like creativity was slowly coming back, but it wasn't there where I would want it to be. And here in um, Portugal, it really came back. I really found my creativity again. And um, this is something that makes me incredibly happy. Uh, and incredibly inspired I'm like when I take my morning walks I'm inspired by everything I see and this is just so beautiful to see like the beauty in everyday things and I know it's like uh, something that you see at the moment or I see in my little bubble all the time in uh, on Instagram but it's really true like if you're able to see the beauty in everyday things the beauty in I don't know, and things that maybe seem mundane or just normal, then I think you are one huge step closer to happiness. Um, and that's what creativity gave me back, you know. Um, and I'm really, really grateful for that. And um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't even know how I got here now. <laughs> But um, yeah. Exactly. Motivation. What's my motivation? Uh, what's my little carrot on the stick dangling in front of me? <laughs> um, and I guess, like, in the end, it is just freedom and being able to create. Like, in my branding, uh, in my um, brand strategy process, I wrote down... Um, creativity is my purpose um, and it is like I've been creative since I can remember I've been always drawing um, I've always been creative in, in any way like I have always enjoyed anything that I could create either with my hands like molding something or drawing or you know I, I did for the longest time I crafted all these um, calendars every year to um, give my my mom my grandparents and I, I just love creating something out of nothing basically that's what I've always 
did. I doodled on my math tests because I just <laughs> didn't understand math at all. <laughs> but I knew what to doodle on them, if that makes sense, right? So I guess creativity is my purpose. And if my job um, allows me to be creative in a way that I decide that I decide and not someone else, then that's the greatest gift. And then that gives me the freedom to do whatever I want and work from wherever I want. And um, yeah, I think I think that's, that's my little carrot. <laughs> so yeah, um, I hope... I, I felt like to, this episode was like a really rambly one. <laughs> like I just rambled. I didn't even look at the screen. Like normally I have like a little script of what I want to say. But I've been just looking at the ceiling, <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking away. Um, and yeah, with that, I just, I want to finish this episode. And um, my journal prompt of this episode is... What is your carrot on the stick? Like, what is your thing dangling in front of you? What is your motivator? What do you have in front of you that keeps you going uh, in everything that you do? That could be a relationship, that could be um, your job, that could be, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, just uh, maybe think, okay, what is actually my motivation? And if it's something um, like money or like, I don't know, you want to buy a house, then think, okay, but what, why do I want that? So, you know, try to dig a little bit deeper and like, yeah, just try to dig a little bit deeper and try to find the real reason. Because I feel like behind every like materialistic thing is like a deeper reason why you want this. Like, what does it make you feel um, safety, maybe like having your own home makes you feel safe. Um, yeah, I don't know. These kind of things, you know. <laughs> and so with that, I will say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. I really wanted to say that at the end, um, that I really appreciate everyone who is listening to this um, little ramble <laughs> each week and that I'm really grateful. Um, and um, yeah, like always, if you have any questions please please send me a message i would love to talk and um yeah i really appreciate you <laughs> um and yeah thank you so 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 much and see you next sunday or listen to you or hear you hear you <laughs> next sunday bye bye